0: What is going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Cooksley Convo. I am your host, Canyon Cooksley. Earlier this summer, I sat down with Kirkwood Community College baseball product, Logan Schmidt. After being one of the most decorated athletes in Walmart Conference history, the 2020 graduate had a tough decision to make for his future. Schmidt walked away from Independence High School as a three-time all-conference selection in baseball, first-team All-State, and All-Gazette selection in football, an All-Conference selection in basketball his junior year, and a state track qualifier in the 1600-meter relay. In today's episode, Schmidt shares why he chose to continue playing baseball, how recovery has been after undergoing Tommy John surgery, and some of the adjustments he has had to make as a student-athlete now being in college. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And make sure you stay safe, stay healthy. And like always, make sure to drop a follow at the Cooksley Combo on all social media YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. I will talk to you all next week.
1: Nope. Yep. All right. How's it been? Long time no see.
2: Yeah, it's been a while. It's, uh, it's going good. How about you?
1: I'm doing all right. You know, I was thinking about it. Probably the last time I really saw you, quite frankly, quite frequently was when we back when we played fall ball and oh, yeah <laughs> and, and now you're some star on the you're we're a star on on the football field playing baseball man it's like a it's like an honor now <laughs>
2: yeah thank you I mean it, it was a lot of fun the fall ball and then I mean I guess it just high school came and you know obviously going to EBE and and, uh, you know, different schools, we didn't see each other as much. But, yeah, fallball was a bunch of fun. And, yeah, I mean, just kind of progressed.
1: You know, I, yeah, I remember you were a pretty damn good shortstop. And I, I don't think I've ever played with as, as good a shortstop as you at that age, um, especially. And then watching you slowly just make your own little path through high school, like I said, on the football field, you ran track, baseball, Main sport, baseball, basketball. Like, did you enjoy high school? Because I, there's no question, you know, (laughs) there shouldn't be a no to that answer.
2: No, yeah, no, I, I I loved high school. You know, it was a lot of fun. I was really busy the whole time, which, um, I think it was a good thing. Um, I didn't really like just kind of not doing anything, you know, and sports really helped me or, you know, I got to see my friends a bunch. And, uh, we had, I was with a, close group of friends, you know, we all had our uh, kind of same guys go out and play every single sport. And so that was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. And kind of like outside of if you weren't doing high school sports, I know you've gone to like baseball camps, you you whatever you could have done to stay active. And then it, it's pretty clear that you've transformed your body as well. I, I've seen you um, back in independence at Iowa strength a couple times you're just you know a busy man and now you know mm-hmm. you you had you had a successful surgery how was I guess we can kind of start there you know last August you kind of went under a little Tommy John how how was that
2: yeah well so it happened the the 15th of June um first game back and first inning got to about the 15th pitch and uh you know, I felt a little pain on literally like my elbow bone, weirdest thing. I mean, just tip of my elbow right here. And then I was like, okay, this is really weird. Cause I felt great up to that point, probably the longest I've ever long tossed and, you know, probably one of the hardest I've ever thrown up to that point. And then, um, after that, it got a little worse. And then finally on about my 17th or 18th pitch, I was like, yeah, something's not right. And, uh, luckily we we had two outs in the inning and then that last, uh, that 19th pitch. Um, I threw it and like, my hand was like a dead fish kind of almost. And there was like a pain coming off. I couldn't really extend my arm a bunch. And so I knew something was wrong. And, you know, I went to the dugout and the coaches, you know, I was like, Hey, something's wrong. You know, and at first the coaches, they were like, Hey, good job. You know, all the, you know, they didn't really hear it. And then I was like, Hey, like we, we need to figure something out. And then, so, um, initially I was told, you know, it was just some nerve stuff, you know, I shouldn't worry. So I took about two weeks off of not throwing and just hitting threw lightly. I mean, not even, not even 20 feet, uh, just kind of wrist flips and it it was painful. And then, um, then we went and finally got an MRI, found out I tore it, um, underwent surgery August 3rd, um, and then started PT about two weeks later and then started throwing. Oh, when was it? I want to say October, November. So I was actually, you know, fairly soon after, um, and then first time off the mound was actually December 30th. And then ever since, you know, we've been throwing bullpens and target date is probably about, uh, middle of June for uh, full recovery. So probably just about 10 and a half months. Total. And so,
1: so this, this all happened your senior year back at independence, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, so that kind of carried, so I guess, was it, so were you already committed to Kirkwood to play baseball when this happened?
2: Yeah. I committed to Kirkwood, I want to say in like March or April around that time. Um, so, so they were already planning on it and then they actually went to watch. It was, it was really bad because, uh, they hadn't seen me play yet. And then I texted our pitching coach and I was like, Hey, I, I did something to my elbow. You know, I don't know, like I'm taking two weeks off and everything. Right. And then literally the day I find out I'm, I'm not even lying. I found out by a phone call halfway through batting practice that I tore my UCL. We get on a bus about 30 minutes later and it's in Mount Vernon. So pretty close to Cedar Rapids, uh, you know, and then we get to the game and about halfway through the first game, I see two, two blue Kirkwood coaches. And I'm like, Oh no. I'm like, cause I, and I hadn't had the chance. Like I literally, you know, was just telling like my family about it on the bus and, you know, telling, uh, And so like, I hadn't even had the chance to talk to, you know, Ryman and the other coaches and they showed up and they were all kind of like, so, but um, yeah, no, I was committed before. And so then we figured it out after.
1: Yeah. You know, looking at your injury and my senior year, I uh, had an injury, but something, you know, very unusual. I actually was sliding into third base and I ruptured my testicle. Now, this is a crazy story. Uh, what? Yes, yes. Okay, so we're, we're going to go down this because not a lot of people I've heard about this besides my base. I've never heard of this. Okay, so, you know, me thinking I'm fast. I'm not fast. Sliding into third base. Wanting to, you know, it, it was a pass ball. Wanting to look, you know, like I knew what I was doing. Slid in face first. And, you know, I not, thought nothing of it. Didn't feel anything. Because um, I, I had compression shorts on. And then when I got home, kind of like you I was like all right I I was like there's something wrong and like (laughs) no I don't want to get into details but yeah it was pretty you know bad and Um, I was like (laughs) at a a 19 year old you know 18 year old phase in my life I don't want to go up to my mom and dad and be like hey like I got something wrong with my 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 junk (laughs) and um I was like all right I just have to do it so I told my dad I'm like dad there's seriously like something going on and I need to get checked out so that kind of put me out for, I, I want to say a, a month or so I couldn't run. Um, and, you know, being able to pitch, lifting your leg up, having that leg kind of rub, Yep. And, um, <laughs> you know, going to the doctor, it was kind of, it was, it was an awkward experience because they're like, you know, drop your drawers. And I'm like, all right, I don't know you, but I guess we're going to, you know, go down this, go down this road. So that, that was my, uh, my injury throughout uh senior year but definitely you know I would rather take that than uh than going under Tommy Johnson
2: (laughs) that sounds tough that's I you know I I've dealt with this all right so far but that just pains me to think about it you know I just kind of quench it yeah no that's I didn't know about that
1: and, and you know being from a small school like East Buchanan the word gets around so when my baseball team, you know, started to figure out why I was sidelined, oh, everybody was like making, you know, one one nut jokes and all this, you know, <laughs> all this shit. Oh. But yeah, I, I went through that. But I, I can definitely, you know, I, I feel like every kid when when their, you know, elbow or shoulder immediately starts hurting, they're like, oh, it's Tommy John. Oh, it's Tommy John. But then to actually for you to experience, I feel like that's a complete different kind of, pain than just, you know, having elbow or, elbow or, or, you know, some kind of soreness in your arm.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, it was really weird because, right, we've all, you know, heard about like all the, you, you know, when it's gone and like the, it'll pop and, you know, you see the reactions on like YouTube and stuff. You know, I've looked at videos of that and like where they're immediately like on the ground, like, no, mine wasn't, I was fortunate enough to not have it be super painful. Like I said, I woke up, like, I have a picture my, I had relatives up, um, from Texas, they came up. And so, um, like the next day, um, I woke up and it was swollen and like, I couldn't, you know, straighten it all the way. And so we have a picture of me and my cousin and I'm like bent arm, you know, smile, half and I just got out of bed after like a tough day. Cause I knew, I knew something was wrong. So I was not happy. Um, but yeah, it's just, I was lucky enough that it, it wasn't super painful. And then, even uh, towards the end of the season, you know, I, I sucked it up. I tried putting a compression sleeve on and playing a little second base and it's, it's, it's important to throw hard. We'll say that. You you
1: can't really throw hard or far without, without your UCL. So. yeah, Yeah. I mean, I guess, luckily, I guess the good kind of thing to to think about is, is luckily it didn't happen in like football or anything and kind of carry out the entire year of your senior year you know, with mm-hmm. baseball, with that being the last sport of, of your high school career, that kind of was, you know, able to give you a, a break where you weren't missing too much action um, and kind of, you know, get in preparation for when you go to college. And, you know, obviously baseball will become more
0: serious.
2: Yeah, I, I say this in a, I mean, best case scenario, this was probably like, um, probably the best time that it would have happened. Um, you know, like you said, if I would have tore it playing fall ball or even football, you know, my senior year and having to miss out on that, that would have been extremely tough. Um, and fortunate, and I was lucky enough to be able to hit pain free. So I hit the re- I just DH the rest of the season. Um, so I was really, that, that helped a ton with like, uh, my mental, you know, my mentals and everything and, you know, keeping the high spirits and staying in the game. Um, because I don't, if, if I would have got just surgery right away, I felt like it would have been. I would have been disconnected and, you know, I wouldn't have really had, you know, the great memories of, you know, everyone talks to your senior season of, it's typically football, but, you know, for me being a baseball guy, right? Baseball. And so I was lucky enough for that.
1: Yeah. I was going to ask you about that. You know, where was your head space? Because obviously, you know, right away, you're probably panicking and, and you don't know what to do. And then, but l- luckily for you, you said you, you started to DH, but was there ever a time where you were kind of like, you know, oh shit, like, you know, what, what's gonna, what's gonna be my role when I get to Kirkwood, like, how long is this gonna be, you know, this is my last, like, was there every, like, you know, why, why the hell am I still doing this?
2: Yeah, totally, and I've never, I never thought I would say, because, like, even from a young age, I knew I wanted to play college baseball, and play baseball as long as I can, and it still, it still happens to, you know, I've had it in the past month, you know, I've, it's such a weird thing where one day you'll be off the mound and your velo will just be way down and you feel great you just have no clue and then the next day you could feel terrible but then it's like hey the radar gun says this and um, immediately you know uh, hitting took my mind off of it a lot and then I think we went on a family vacation so I just kind of got away from all that totally um, but then once surgery happened it was you know, just constantly thinking and still up to, I mean, kind of this day, like, you know, am I going to actually be able to do this? Am I going to be, you know, what's the outcome of this, you know, is everything, what's going to be my new normal, you know, kind of after, like, am I going to be able to play the field also, or am I just going to, you know, this is just going to limit me to pitching, you know? So I just think of that all the time.
1: And, and, you know, the, the bad thing is, is, you're always going to have that kind of thought, like, what if it happens again? Or what if, you know, what if I start feeling pain in my elbow? And like, you know, what, what does that mean? And I feel like that's something that a lot of athletes, after they go through like an ACL or, or they're scared to jump or, you know, throwing the ball for for your UCL, anything like that. It's just after you go through an uh, injury with that kind of severity, I feel like it will always be in the back of your head, no matter, you know, no matter how well the the healing process goes. And if you get back on the field or not.
2: Yeah, and that luckily, um, initially, that was like a big, big part. Um, Right when I picked up a ball, um, I was, you know, obviously really scared. And it those first kind of four weeks, I remember playing catch with my pitching coach, and I bounced, you know, I had probably two sets of 25. I'm not joking, I probably bounced, you know, like, 30 or 40 of these balls. And one of there was, I remember one specific throw, right? It's like 40 feet away or something like that. I no joke threw the ball about five feet away. Just, I'm just, I was just scared to let the ball go. And it, it just felt really, really weird. And talking to, there's another kid here that had Tommy John. And then there's a kid that moved on, um, who's at now at Michigan State that had uh, Tommy John also, or he had the reconstruct or the repair. So he's actually, yeah, he's pitching right now. Um, and just from what they've said is that it's a big mental block to get over you know being able to throw hard and I feel like I'm far enough along to where I'm not really worried about throwing hard anymore but I am super sensitive to like any pain or tightness or soreness in that area and then that that kind of freaks me out and bugs me.
1: Yeah. And, you know, at, a, at such a young age, when, you know, you're kind of starting to get into the prime, you know, you committed to college, it's supposed to be an exciting moment. And then now having to sit on the sidelines and kind of do stuff individually by yourself, working on, you know, rebuilding to who you once were that, you know, that is a suck. And that's the suck. And then, you know, at, at your age, it, it sucks even more. <laughs>
2: yeah, it it was, it was def- it's definitely a negative moment. But Um, I always look forward to, you know, I loved high school, like I said, um, but I never really had time to just focus on baseball. So I was always like, I can't wait till I can just focus on baseball and see, you know, how far or how good I can actually be, you know? And obviously this kind of set me back in the process of limiting that, but what I've kind of gained out of it, I think um, it's, it's helped me a lot, especially with like my nutrition um, I feel like that has stepped up a ton, you know, I meal prep constantly, you know, I watch what I eat and I track it. Um, and then train like weightlifting, like I, I lifted a lot, but I wasn't, I got smarter with how I lifted and what I lift. Um, and when I do it, and I think that has helped my body, you know, um, a ton along with like working on mobility, you know, cause when you're, when you're in a cast and, in that brace you can't do anything during practice. So you're like, okay, you know, I might as well just go stretch or, you know, kind of walk around and try and do what I can, you know, to better myself. And so that was kind of, that was kind of my mentality throughout the fall.
1: And and are you the type of guy, uh, this is, this is kind of my way, but I cannot like sit, you know, when I was on the sidelines for that, for that month with my injury of baseball, it killed me to just, you know, just sit there and like, I was always throwing a ball in my hand or having my glove on just something to kind of keep me, you know, in the game, because it's, it's, it's very easy to fall out of that routine. And like you said, you've kind of started to focus on your nutrition and, you know, lifting the right amounts, the the right things instead of, you know, kind of just going, because I I feel like at such a young age, you know, when you're trying to build that muscle and, you know, you want to be strong, you want to look in the mirror and kind of, see some progress but you're not necessarily doing the right things Mm -hmm. and now that this kind of injury you've started to do the right things and it's I've definitely noticed that you've gotten uh a lot stronger and um because I I I mean I'm just kind of going off the old you know the middle school you and when we back when we played and I've seen Mm -hmm. it here and there but um you you mentioned you went to the grocery store before this did did you what's like your your meal of choice
2: um so Typic- I, this past week with school and the you know amount of games we played, eh, my meal prep's been off. But uh-huh. typically a, d- a day of eating, yeah, it's been bad. But a day of eating for me, I'll, uh, I'll have two servings of egg whites with toast and uh, PB2 spread um, for breakfast and uh, two cups of milk. And then for a snack, I'll have fat-free yogurt, honey, and a protein granola. Then I have some, no, it, that's my favorite meal. Is, I've, everyone's Everyone's been like, dude, yogurt, the Greek yogurt tastes terrible. I'm like, I think this tastes great. But um, then I'll eat a little bit. Of, I have small packets of like uh, beef jerky. And then for lunch, I'll eat um, chicken, rice, and carrots. And then I'll have that for dinner. And then typically I'll work in probably three scoops of protein. Uh, throughout the day whether that be in like a shake um, and then I try and get about uh, four or five ounces of deli meat in a day and, and then uh, a cup of or half a cup of cottage cheese so
1: damn you're a lot more a lot more strict than me <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I'm like on a, like a routine I'm just simple I chicken and rice or or Italian sausage I'm a big like Italian sausage and put it on some noodles and then uh, some whole grain noodles and then pesto. It, it, it's kind of sounds kind of weird, but I've fallen in mm-hmm. love with Italian sausage and chicken and I'm the mm-hmm. type of guy, once I like, like something, I'm not going to go out of my way and find something else to like. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that one thing. And then I go from there. But uh, no, on you're like, if you, if you do splurge, like wh- where's like the, the one place, you know, Chick-fil-A Pancheros where uh.
2: Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A and Ponchero's. I try and limit it, but my family knows I love Chick-fil-A. And so they've sent me like, you know, gift cards. And if any, like Chick-fil-A is about four or five miles away. And so like anytime I'm over in that area, I always try and find an excuse for Chick-fil-A. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I get my, I use this gift card. I got five bucks left. What's three bucks more for, you know, a meal Chick-fil-A? So I'm, I'm just like, I always it's hard to resist trust me
1: yeah and i always see it like every time i look at my wallet like the gift cards are like shining you know they're like come on you got to use me eventually you can't wait you can't wait several months you just got to do it now so yeah
2: <laughs> It's they're just sitting there and you're just like well i'm basically you know in my mind it's like i'm losing money not not spending it you know exactly it's like might as well might as well so and then i'm like i don't have to buy groceries for this meal someone already paid for it so it's like why not but no, it's, yeah, I I usually don't make it over there. I, uh, luckily Cold Stone is far away. It's like 20, <laughs> 25 minutes away because I got a gift card to Cold Stone and I got it one night and I've just been craving it ever since. I've been, I have, yeah, I have not had, I, I had to look up like an anabolic uh, ice cream or like a protein ice cream or something like that to kind of, to kind of get my fix, but any chance I can, I'll go to Cold Stone next.
1: Yeah. I've, I've just kind of just, with, with ice cream, because I do have a sweet tooth, you know, I used to get, you know, ice cream, then peanut butter on top of it, you know, mm-hmm. chocolate chips and all, all the good yeah. stuff. And and now I've kind of just been like, you know, if I really need ice cream, I have ice cream sandwiches. I just limit myself to one. <laughs> I'm just going to eat an ice cream sandwich and then I'll, I'll, and then I'll go from there. It might not be the healthiest choice, but you know, everybody has to have some ice cream in their life. And, you know, sometimes I, I need it to, to function, you know, yes. I feel like that's like uh-huh. my brain. Yeah,
2: yeah, you just you just think you're like, if I have ice cream, I am gonna be a lot more productive. <laughs> than yeah. Exactly. No, you you can you can limit yourself anytime I get ice cream, I think like, I just think of ice cream as all the toppings you want, like, let's load it up. Because if I'm <laughs> a cheat, if I'm a cheat with ice cream, I go big, because I'm like, Heck yeah, you, you might as well enjoy it, you know, so. right on how
1: I am and and, you know so so you're you're at Kirkwood you're playing baseball but like I I previously have mentioned that you you were pretty damn good at football as well when you know you were deciding on you know colleges where to play what to do with your future you you said that you've always wanted to play college baseball was but was there ever a a time where you're like maybe look at the football route because you were a quarterback. You were pretty skilled on your feet, throwing the ball athlete, athlete of the week, right? You, you got athlete of the mm-hmm. week. What, uh, one week in football, you know, you had everything going right for you. And then as a team, your senior year, you finished nine and one, uh, losing to, was it Pella? Yep. Pella. Pella. And, you know, mm-hmm. so w- was there ever a time where you're like, you know, maybe football?
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd say kind of, kind of the idea got, um, implanted my junior, not so much my sophomore year, my junior year, um, you know, coaches were talking, uh, to me and, you know, they just say, you know, stuff about, you know, certain colleges. And then I'd hear, uh, stuff about, especially my friends. That was probably the biggest factor was, uh, A bunch of my friends committed to play football now. I think only two, I think only two actually went on and are still playing, Um, but there were probably seven or eight guys total that, uh, well, six or seven, yeah, um, that, that committed to play football, and it was it, it would have been really tough to or it was it was really tough to turn down football especially where I knew like Wartburg for example that was at the top of my list just because I would be able to play both baseball football and it it um, you know they have a pretty good uh, a very good you know pre professional like medical or they're they're a very good science school um, so when I visited there you know That was the toughest part, Um, but just football, the only, the only option that I would have chose just football would probably have been to Iowa or Iowa State, so, but I just, no, I just didn't pursue that, and, you know, obviously, they, you know, they never made an offer. Um, I just didn't pursue it, and do I think I could have gotten an offer there? Probably not, but you know, it would have been, so I, one of the biggest regrets of high school is probably, you know, not trying to reach out and go visit Iowa and Iowa state just to see what it was. I mean, and, and so that, that was probably the biggest, one of the biggest regrets of high school. And, you know, now knowing I probably wouldn't have gone there and wouldn't have liked, you know, well, I would have liked it, but you know, wouldn't have gone there and seen myself there, but yeah.
1: Yeah. And, you know, that's something that I learned as well, because I was so, you know, like you, I want to probably say to my, my junior, my end of my junior year, I wanted to play college ball. And it was always, you know, I I, I had like three schools and only three schools. I, I was very picky. And then, you know, now being here at Iowa and not playing baseball at all, I realized that if I would have opened up a little bit more, because I, I I had I was looking at Loris I was looking at Grandview, and then I was looking at you know I was looking at maybe trying to, to walk on somewhere out of state or or, or trying to get an offer out of, out of the state of Iowa. But I was so focused on those three things that I never really opened up to other possible opportunities and, and to kind of see you know what what's still out there and now. There, there are days where I, I sit here and I'm like, I really miss baseball. You know, I, I'm always watching baseball. Now it's, it's, it's baseball season. I'm always watching it on my TV or, or my iPad. And it's like, you know, damn, I, I really do miss this. And then when I go back and, you know, see my, my high school play, and it, it's just like, I, I really wish I was out back out on the mound because for me, I, I have finished my, my, my baseball season, in a way that has haunted me like it's still stuck in my head um you know first round playoffs playing Hudson and I I gave up seven runs like these guys were shelling like they're pretty pretty (laughs) damn good school yeah but you know not being able to play baseball after that it was like you know that's the last thing I remember having a jersey on having my cleats on and it it sucks
2: Mm yeah I remember uh, after we lost to Pella, I remember just uh, I stayed on the field. I was the last one, you know, we all kind of gave hugs and, you know, we all knew like it was, I was the last one. I told myself, you know, I'm a, if I'm going to cry, you know, I'm going to get it all out tonight. I'm going to try and be better. And, you know, ever since then it's, it's been tough, especially, you know, college football, just seeing like now, now finally there are guys that, you know, that were in my grade, for example, like Hunter Deckers. I never knew the kid, but I, you know, I've heard of him, you know, and then I saw him play against Kansas um, uh, towards the end, uh, I think fourth quarter and he got in through a touchdown, but I, it, it was just some sort of like that kid, you know, he he's, he's my age, you know, like I could have been doing that at a different school. And so that was, that was a really tough uh, thing for me. And I'll catch myself, you know, going through my Twitter feed of, you know, yep. I've, I've watched my I've watched my highlights, you know, I'll go back, watch the recaps and everything. And it's I, I just miss those Friday nights a bunch. And, you know, I, I really miss the kind of the, the group of guys we had. You know, we were you know, everyone talks about, you know, being really close. But like the it was something something I never have experienced before with the team and probably will will never experience before because it's your senior year with the guys you've been growing up for, uh, uh, for the, for your whole life. And so, yeah, it, it, it was definitely tough. And I know, I know what you mean when you say, you know, that last ending is last memory is tough because losing the Pella, it just, you just think like, could I have done more, you know, like what else? And unfortunately, there's only a certain amount of people that can, you know, play their, play their sport and, come out on top but
1: yeah and you know East Buchanan when I when I played baseball we never met the expectations of, of kind of what I had for us as a team uh you know we, we it always just seemed like when when a team came together there was two or three people that truly cared about the game and everybody else was just out there because oh you know staying busy or so I don't have to work and mm-hmm. and we never you know truly met where I wanted to to, to be as a team and, you know, going into the, to the playoffs or every year, we would always get that seed where we, you know, we'd have to go up against these, these teams that everybody's committed, you know, everybody, like this Hudson team, you could tell that the the bond of that team was so dynamic and so real that, you know, that just kind of made it harder for me to digest, uh, you know, getting shelled because, it was to a team that I always have wanted to be a part of. I've always wanted to be a part of a team that, you know, truly loves baseball because mm-hmm. for, for a while there, I was only, you know, one of the few people that bought into the process and was willing to, you know, find ways uh, for our team to win. And it just sucked because, you know, a, a lot of my friends that, that played, they didn't care. And now, you know, talking to them, they're like, man, I should have cared. And I'm like, yeah, like you know, and, yeah. and now it's gone. I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> yeah. No, but um... did you ever have like, for because it seemed like you know your senior football season, everybody was into the process. Like you guys, I I remember you know getting home um, from. uh i was probably in college but I, I remember you know turning on friday night lights and seeing you guys and you were crushing competition but you it felt like as a, as a team win. it wasn't like you know logan schmidt doing it all or, or the running back doing it all it, it was like a team win were you guys always like that um at independence throughout every sport or was it kind of just a football thing uh if at all
2: no it was it was definitely a a football thing um I've heard of experiences with wrestling. Obviously I didn't wrestle, but that's um it's a little bit different because yes it's a team sport but it's very individualized. Um obviously I've heard, you know, Independence Wrestling is a great program, you know. Um, but it's definitely was just football in my experience and my senior year of football. Now, um being a sophomore and junior playing uh football with varsity, right, it was, it was a really good mix of different grades and everything, so that could be a little factor, but there's definitely just a different feeling, you know, I thought our senior year baseball team was pretty close, but it did not come anywhere to compare to our senior year of football, Um, you know, basketball, it just wasn't there, um, probably the most with my sophomore year, and you look at you know, when you have those closest bonds and you look at, you know, your best memories, um, it, it usually translates really well with how successful you are as a program or how successful you were that year. Um, you know, the year we went, uh, my junior year in football, we went six and three. Yeah, we were close. And that's a that's a good year for independence, um, historically, football-wise. Um, but it's just... It didn't compare to when we went nine and oh, nine and one, you know, so it's they definitely they definitely correlate how well you do and how close a group is. So
1: yeah, it, I just remember myself always wanting to hear you know, hear athletes say, you know, you know, I'm going to the gym or I'm going to lift to help me during the baseball season. At, at East Buchanan. it was always I'm going to to the gym or to go to QA or to go lift some weights for, for football season, football at, at East Buchanan, it kind of climbed. Um, I want to say my, my junior senior year it was kind of that two year stint. And then it kind of carried on after that, after I graduated, but it was always, yeah, that football group, it was always a football group that, man, I can't wait for Friday nights. It, it was never, Hey, I can't wait for our Tuesday doubleheader. It was always, mm-hmm. you know, it stayed with that football and it never carried out through sports. I, I played, I played basketball and man, it was, it was, it was rough. It was tough because playing once again, you know, playing schools like North Lynn and Albert those, those guys get it. They, they, and they carry it through every single sport, whether Mm -hmm. it's track, whether it's golf, whether it's wrestling, whatever it is, women's and men's, whatever they're doing at those kind of schools, you see that and everybody's buying in. And that's just something that, I hate hearing kids say, "I'm I'm going in high school. I just want to play baseball because that's all I want to do, or I just want to play basketball because that's all I want to do." Playing multiple sports, I found out, have helped you know help 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 me so much. You know, I I regret not golfing. I I golfed my senior year, and just the amount of fun I had, and to clear my head, and learn a sport that was truly a mind game. Just being able to learn things from different sports i feel like a lot of kids are, are, are missing that nowadays because they only you know eyes on the prize eyes only on football eyes only on wrestling or eyes only on another sport
2: yeah it's it's definitely multi-sports athletes especially at like i wouldn't say yeah you guys were you guys were 1a right yeah yeah a and
1: yeah, a some a a yeah.
2: 1a you kind of balance and so we've we were throughout my high school career. We were three eight, but I feel like a lot. were really similar in that way. I think just the numbers were a little bit different. Um, obviously, you know, morning weights. Um, there were there was a football coach that you know lifted after school that would open up the gym and everything, and it was always geared around you know football, right? And he'd go he, he and this is good because it's the, you know, it's the football coach, right? It's his responsibilities, you know, make sure his guys are, you know, doing the work they need to do, but that didn't really carry over in the other sports. You know, you, you know, other coaches weren't texting you, Hey, do you, your three lifts in this week, or Hey, do you, are you, you know, doing this work, this works? you know, whereas these guys, you'd see them throughout the hall and you'd be talking to them be like, Hey, are you, you still working out and everything? And, You know, you'd be honest and be like, yeah, I have, or you'd know I haven't. And um, I I feel like that can kind of contribute to some of that kind of culture. But also I think the specializing um, in sports is not helpful. That's, that's probably been my biggest recommendation um, talking to, you know, um, I guess my parents, um, my little cousin, you know, I've tried to convince uh, uh, my aunt and uncle. I'm just like, yeah, just take them through everything. Um, some family friends who have young children um, and just you, cause you don't know, and it, it's going to help out a ton. And I wish, I wish I could have wrestled and played basketball in high school, in high school. I wish I could have done both. Um, but obviously it just came at a point where you kind of had to narrow down what you can do. Um, kind of like playing football in college, you know, is football, baseball, but yeah, I mean, my best friend, through high school you know he didn't go out for baseball his junior year started out the year and then didn't finish um but he came out senior year him and another one of my good buddies came out senior year um both starters both hit over 400 both played amazing had so much fun and I've had conversations with both of them they're like yeah dude I wish I wish I would have stayed out I wish I could you know and I'm like I tried to tell I tried to convince you you know and everything but People don't really realize, you know, the memories you make, and yeah, you know, uh, it's less about the sport and it's more about um, kind of the group of guys and you know being out there with your friends, especially in high school. So
1: yeah, and, and you know, you brought up um, a little bit ago about um, you know a lot of a lot of classmates of yours com- committed to co- you know play a sport in college, and now only a, a handful are. are are playing still and that was very similar as well to my class you know you build the, you build this this bond with a team for for four years throughout high school maybe even longer and then when you you get to college it, it's completely different now i've never experienced it you've experienced it what what is it what is the life like of a college athlete? because I think a lot of people overlook it. They're like, oh, I can go to school, I, I can you know do my work and I can play basketball, I can play football, but you know it's the the lifts in the morning. it's you know meetings. it's all that stuff that you have to do go through um, in a semester and it's actually a lot more work than than people can can you know put their their head around and you know you've experienced it for a little bit here now what is it like well I'm, I'm getting kind of half
2: the experience right now right I'm not I'm not going to travel obviously and stuff but I dude I with with the classes and stuff right I'm counting down the days I you know I know there are 19 <laughs> days left I, I'm ready for school to be done just because there's I just feel like overloaded overstressed right now um, but, you know, it's a bunch of work because, you know, um, you have know, lifts. Granted, we only lift two times a week in season. Um, but, you know, out of season, we lift four times a week. And you know, we're practicing every day except Sunday. Um, and then, you know, now with games stacking up, they're long days at the field. I mean, our, some of our midweeks, you get, or not midweeks, but uh, weekend series, you know, you get at the field at like 845, 9, and you don't <laughs> leave till it's like 6 or 7. And then you got homework, you got to study on top of it. And then you still got to figure out like, okay, you know, obviously, you want to be social and have a social life with it. And so so learning how to balance that and being efficient is something that I'm still learning. um, But I've definitely picked up on as I've gone, you know, I'll be like, okay, I can go, you know, I can go hang out with my friends this night, you know, I can go over, you know, um, but Like I need to come back. I need to get an hour studying. If I get an hour studying it and then go hard tomorrow, it it should be all right. So,
1: yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm approaching graduation. I'll be graduating in December uh, of late in this year. Uh, But, you know, as a, in my third year, what I've realized is like, I've always just felt that like school is like the one thing holding me back. Like, I just like, I just want to go do what I can do because, you know, Uh, being in, in sports journalism, you know, season, certain seasons only fall a a certain time of the year. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, if I wanted to pursue, you know, a a career in sports journalism, sports journalism with football, that's obviously during school. And, you know, now with this summer, I kind of, I have um, an internship lined up um, out on the West coast with, doing some media work with UFC fighters and then, uh, the, the, the Raiders. And it's just like, I just want to go out there. Like mm-hmm. school is the only thing that's kind of holding me back. And, you know, my mom and dad have told me, they're like, you know, when you go out there, you're coming back. You're not, you're not, you have to finish that last semester because it's just, mm-hmm. you got this far, you know, you can't, you can't stop now, but it's just like trying to line up everything and make things work. You know, I'm doing this podcast as well. And I, you know, trying to con- contact you and find times, you know, either mm-hmm. you're busy or I'm busy. And, you mm-hmm. know, it's the college life is no joke. And, you know, let alone being a, being a college athlete.
2: Yeah. It, you know, obviously we're at different um, points in our college group. You know, you're about to graduate. Um, I, I still have a long time left in school for what I want to do. And uh, I enjoy school enough to where it's like, okay, yeah, I can go here for you know a while. But as I definitely feel as someone who's like progressive and, you know, knows what they want to do like you with, you know, going out to the West Coast and, you know, these uh, internships and everything, like, yeah, I, I can definitely see where school is holding you back um, or you feel like school is holding you back and everything. Um, you you kind of get a similar feeling, I guess, with uh, baseball. I, um, like, right, I, you know, obviously – I'd much rather, you know, be out at the field, you know, working, you know, working, working and, you know, doing all that stuff, than you know, sitting down and studying anatomy and physiology, but, you know, I find joy in both, and I think that's, that's kind of the biggest key to, you know, kind of keeping, I'm just a baseball player, uh, you know, and being able to kind of mix the college athlete and a college student as well,
1: so. Did, did you say, did you say anatomy? yeah mm -hmm. okay okay so can you explain to me why in the hell a sports journalist is taking human anatomy for his gen ed in his third (laughs) year that had an exam today over the endocrine system blood all of this shit that you know i just took the exam and now i have totally forgotten it i threw all my notes (laughs) away it's like flushed out how in the heck do you enjoy that stuff?
2: <laughs> I I, dude, I don't know. I just, I, I took AP1 um, my last semester. Loved it. You know, did really well in it. You know, loved it. Just knowing all that stuff. That's just, I, 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 <laughs> you know, I'm going to be honest. I don't know why you decided to take or so, how, how AP, anatomy and physiology got lined up as a gen ed in your third year. I feel like there are plenty of other science classes you could have taken. But... <laughs> I, I just I love it and actually you know I didn't for me to tra- say I wanted to transfer on to Iowa um, with my AS I believe associate in science um, I didn't even need to take P one or ANP2 they weren't required I took them because I'm like even if they don't count I'm gonna have to take them eventually and so having a kind of a baseline knowledge of it and I enjoyed it I still enjoy it this AP2 is not quite as fun as AP1 it's a little <laughs> bit more of the physiology stuff but yeah no i enjoy it i don't know how you got that set up i'm not gonna lie that seems (laughs) whack
1: well well credit to you because so here at iowa you have to take a gen ed with a lab and then a gen ed without a lab and my gen ed with a lab was some outer space class where we looked at stars you know (laughs) i feel like it was an, an easy science gen ed to get through and then, you know, I realized that eventually I'm going to have to take this gen ed without a lab and going into the, going into the year, I was signed up for this genetics class. It was like, genes gone bad. And I was like, I saw like Peyton Manning in the description. I was like, oh, okay, this can't be hard. Yeah. So, you know, the first week my professors, you know, he's acting like all of us are like some sort of expert in this field. And I'm like, my brain cannot, I cannot <laughs> do this. Um, so I, I dropped that class. and I was like, okay, I still need to get this done. And I looked and it was like earth science or, and I was like, ah, I can't do that. And I'm like human anatomy online. Like, oh, this can't be hard, right. you know? Yeah. So, so I, I, I signed up for it and then, you know, I emailed my professor and she's like, all right. Um, I'm, you've missed a week. Um, make sure you go through chapters one through four. And I'm like, Okay, so right. right now we have moved. We're learning like four, five, six chapters um, between exams, and like I said, uh, I I just studied a three hundred and fifty term Quizlet, but when it's done, it's
2: I no it's longer out.
1: I no longer can tell you about the endocrine system.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, we, I actually had a anatomy uh, AP two exam this morning also, and it's. <sighs> I'm not, I have not been the best at, you know, constantly studying. So I do a lot of cramming. Um, My roommate can attest to that. And uh, so, well, cramming, you got to know it for the hour that you take the test. But after, you know, I, yeah, he'll ask, he'll ask, because it's the same teacher as AP1. So he'll ask questions to be like, oh, do you remember this? Or, you know, connect it back to AP1. And I just sit there, I'm like, Nah, it's not in there anymore. And, uh, so yeah, it, I try and learn it because I know I'm going to need it, but it's, just balancing everything. cramming <laughs> seems like a, a lot better option than sitting down, Hey, three hours, you know, I breaking agree. up these three. Yeah. it it's, yeah. <laughs> so yo, well,
1: I yo, I'm happy you've learned that early on in your college career because, you know, I was the one, my first year, like I was studying like, four weeks before the like the exam like I was like this you know you know because high school was fairly easy for me uh, I got through and I was like I got to keep this this same kind of resume up going into college but mm-hmm. I quickly realized that Bs and you know some you know it, it, they're acceptable if you know if you put in the work and if you you know get it done some way or another they're acceptable but uh mm-hmm. you know we, we've been almost we've been almost talking for an hour here so I, I want to wrap it up and I guess you know the last thing I want to ask you is having to decide between football baseball going through Tommy John all of this stuff that has kind of you know gone through throughout your your career of, of athletics are, are you happy where you're at
2: oh yeah love it here uh, I am super happy um, coming back from Tommy John it sucked but it's taught me a ton about, you know, myself, um, about how much I really love baseball and, you know, even athletics in general, you know, where I couldn't do anything upper body, like lifting wise for a long time. Like once I got back, I'm like, I missed this bicep pump or, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like it, it's taught me a lot about myself. And, yeah, it sounds cliche, but, you know, you, you go through something like that and you, you're you missing almost like a part of you for you know a long time and finally being able to get back into that stuff I you know I'm slowly getting back into the swing of things and it's just helped um, really my mental state with it so much being able to throw a bullpen being able to lift unrestricted um, and it just makes me feel a lot more confident about you know kind of my future and you know where I see myself baseball wise.
1: You know when you've got that first first lift in or you, you threw that that first bullpen, what was you know was it like damn like you know let's go it's go time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I was
2: I probably threw way too hard. I I've already <laughs> my my oh my my rehab schedule. I've had bumps in the road. I ended up. I I don't know how much more time you got, but I'll try and condense it down. No,
1: but, go uh, ahead.
2: Okay, so. Basically, Tommy John, Tommy John protocol, right, you, you go through PT, and then you have your first throwing program, um, 10 steps, right, you start, um, it's like, it started out like 25 throws at uh, 30 feet, right, you do two sets of that you do every step twice, and then that's a 10 step program, you throw three times a week, right, That that's the important part three times a week right, and then, you know, you go back for a doctor in the middle of it, and then you go back at the end to get your next program, right, so the next program's, like, kind of the off the off the mound phase, so I went back to get my next program, like I said, December, end of December, Um, and so, right, I go into the meeting, they hand me this new program, I'm like, yep, everything's good, you know, right, they're just asking questions, you know, they really didn't, check out you know they did a few stretches like okay it's moving here you can full range of motion all right you should be all right and um you know i get i it's this the off the mound is about a 15 step program You you do every day twice and what they failed to tell me was that you're only supposed to throw off the mound once to twice a week you know splitting it up so i get through i go through i i you know i'm getting i'm on step nine of my uh tommy john protocol step 9 of 15 and like my arms just hanging you know i'm throwing 225 pitches a week you <laughs> Wait, know, so you're throwing seven- every day I, I throw monday wednesday friday 75 75 pitch pens oh. three times a week and i'd be i'd be so sore you know i'd wake up the next day i'd be like i this is so bad and then i'd start throwing like this hurts a ton but everyone's like everyone's like yeah, Tommy John's not easy. You know, you got to throw through some pain, you know, that scar tissue breaking up. So I, in my head, I was like, dude, it's not that bad. You know, you just got to stick to it. Well, I go back to the, my doctor's appointment and he's like, okay, so what step are you on? I'm like, oh, step nine today. He's like, wait, hold up. And he's like, are you doing every step twice? I'm like, yeah. He's like, how often are you throwing? I'm like, mm, three times a week, like you said. He's like, whoa, you, you need to slow down. I was on pace, I was on pace, to come back from a nine to 12 month surgery in seven and a half months he was, <laughs> yeah he, he was just like all right you need to slow down i'm like i that would have been amazing <laughs> to know so uh luckily luckily we took about two weeks off um got you know took a few steps back and now we're throwing a lot smarter i velo has been up been a lot better after i took that two-week break and not throwing three times <laughs> a week so yeah it's that was that was just a – I feel like I was going to break a record for how fast I could come back from Tommy John. I, I don't know. I've heard, of, I've heard of eight and a half months, but I've never heard of seven and a half. That was just – yeah. That Damn, was, was
1: you, you missed baseball, but I guess you missed baseball a lot more than people expected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was – well, yeah, I was just like,
2: dude, this seems like way too much. And my pitching coach was like, yeah, that's weird, but he's – you know, he – it's not – it's common, but it's not like the, and with different doctors, like my friend, he got it. He did like an extra two weeks of PT before. And then he took two months completely off, like no PT, no throwing or anything. So, so he was like, okay, maybe it's just different programs and stuff. But yeah, I came back the next day. I was like, Hey, yeah, I'm only supposed to throw like once or twice a week. He's like,
1: nice to know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would have been like,
2: yeah, that would have been really nice to know. And, i, I and it love wasn't that. just on me yeah and it wasn't just on me because our, our uh, one of our trainers came uh to the meeting with the doctor and everything and like both times and she was just like well that would have been really nice to know that you're only supposed to throw once or twice and so i was luckily i didn't tear it again but looking back if i would have kept going there's a very good chance i would have had to, i would have torn again oh just, my my arm was hanging
1: oh hanging that. Is- that, that's not good. And I guess I'm, I'm happy that you were, were notified uh, quick enough. Um, that's, that's crazy, dude. And I, I just want to thank you for, for hopping on here. I hope you do get back, um, back on the mound safe, smart, mm-hmm. you know, nothing too crazy. But, you know, I, I believe in you. I, I've seen what you've done in the past you know, couple of years keep doing your thing and hey we'll definitely keep in touch and it, it was nice to you know finally hopping back on here and, and talking to you for for a you know pushing an hour
2: yeah it was, it was it was awesome i had a lot of fun and it's cool to see you know you getting that inter- interview out or internship out west and you know i hope you keep keep this going i think it's pretty cool and yeah I, i'm just really excited and thankful you got me on the podcast
1: Well, if you ever need some to get some cuts in, I still got it. You know, it might not be pretty. It might not be pretty, but I I got some, all right?
2: (laughs) All right. That sounds
1: good. I'll let you know. Yes. Thank you, Logan. Yep. Thank you. Take care. You too.